Welcome in. It is the ATB show at the buzzer. Uh, Adamless, Timmy, and Billy, and uh, and also Uncle Dukes is on assignment. So Adam and Uncle Dukes not joining us tonight. Rubbish is live from the LA studios. That is the Lowell area. And uh, I'm in beautiful downtown New Hampshire. Uh, we've got to talk about, we got some liner notes from Adam. We are going to talk about the WNBA. Damn it. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the. All you. Line. What's that? It's all you. I'm going to read what he sent us. So we cannot go off script. He will not be upset. He's going to love it. Um, and uh, and the other challenge uh, was the Ryder Cup, uh, which was over before she started. And, uh, and obviously, um, Tim Wakefield, probably oh, yeah. the most heart-wrenching news that any of us have heard in a long time. That was gut-wrenching. Coming on the heat, we'll, we'll get into it. But yeah, Wake, Wake, one of the absolute greatest. We just saw him. I know Janina popped up some pictures. We just saw him in June at a golf event. We knew he was going to be at and Flutie was going to be at. So it was a great event. And we went up and watched them play and he looked fine. So pancreatic cancer, brain cancer, any of them for that matter can sneak up on you quick. They clearly did, which is horrifying. Uh, and um uh, equally disappointing as the Ryder Cup is the performance yesterday from the Patriots. And uh, we've got some exciting news about the Celtics. Um, uh, farewell to the Red Sox, um, which they don't even deserve our time. I think the Red Sox segment is Wakefield time. I think we talk about Wake. And uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, the Bruins are getting ready to start, thank God, because we need um, something with some excitement. And uh, hockey is so much fun to watch. Looking forward to that because uh, the, the Red Sox... Even with the pitch clock and the expedition of the gameplay, the Red Sox were still a tough watch. And you, you who they're your favorite local team, I know you can't even fight me yep. on that. We are brought to you by our dear friends um, at AAA Work Trucks. So rubbish shoes, uh, let them know where they can track you down. Are you shirtless on the side of the truck yet? Are we gonna have a summer, a summer skew no, of rubbish no. shoes, no shirt, no. like, like the the, the village no. people version of the truck? No, why not? Why wouldn't you do no, that? No. Can we say village people anymore? I just did. So maybe we're going to be canceled before we start. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's brought to you by AAA Work Trucks, your one-stop shop for all your work truck needs. If it goes in or on a vehicle, it's a good bet. AAA can take care of it for you. Give them a call at 866-783-6222 or check them out online at aaaworktrucks.com. Did you just get a little thumb on my screen? Did you see that pop up? Hold on. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Yeah. Oh. Are you... Are you seeing yeah, it? Yeah, I, I do. Wait a second. When I <laughs> look at my computer. I know. Stay with I me, can... though. I'm going to give you one more thing. Watch your monitor right now. Watch this. Is that happening? Balloons. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> okay. My understanding was this was like a Zoom thing. Yeah. We're on Ecamm right now. So... I don't know what's taking. Maybe this is a Logitech thing. Is this happening? I don't know what. I have my Zoom up in the background. I'm shutting all the way out of that. I'm so confused right now. Okay. I don't know why that's happening. So now when I do hand gestures, apparently we're going to get some cartoons and stuff because I don't know how to run my computer anymore. Anyway, what do you want to kick off with? Do we want to talk about Ryder Cup? Like what disappointing sporting event from the weekend do we want to start talking about? First? Well, so I, I prefer we eat our vegetables and work towards dessert. So you, you say disappointing. Well, I, so first of all, with the Ryder Cup, I'll, I'll just go through all of them and then you can pick what, which one to stay. Ryder Cup, I 
really had trouble rooting for some of the Americans. So I was actually not, I was, I was just watching the good play mm-hmm. and Rory's my favorite player. So I, I was actually not mad that the Europeans wanted like Victor Hovland, you know, it, I think it's, it's yep. tougher to be, you know, us against the world when, you know, a lot of these players from the, from Europe are the top players in the PGA and you see them every week and you really get to know them. So I, I kind of liked, especially because they, the cap, one of the captains pick was Brooke Kepka, which I can't stand. So uh, I would have rather had them have uh, Keegan Bradley on there than, um, than Brooks Kepka. Um, but so I, I wasn't disappointed. I was just enjoying it. I thought it was, it was really good. With the Patriots, I'm I'm four and zero with my predictions. So the way it's the way the season's gone is the way that I've seen it. So I'm sitting there just not I'm. It's what I'm expecting. So I'm not disappointed because they're doing what I I thought they were going to do. So I'm not dis and they're they're going to be in some trouble coming up here with the the injuries on defense. Yeah. Yep. Red Sox were disappointing, but I'm I'm looking forward to the off season. You know, there's I know there are rumors. There's been a lot of rumors the last few weeks about you know talk with the Red Sox and Otani and also Mike Trout. So that's something to keep our eyes and ears open to um, during the off season and who they're gonna pick for a new general manager or, or however you know. Um, whatever title they end up giving the person that takes over for Heim Bloom. Yep. So those three things, I'm not really, I, it, is it disappointing that you're going into a football season, not looking to contend for a Super Bowl? Yes, but mm. we were really spoiled for a long time. Agreed. So it's kind of, I, I can sit and watch and not really, I know Scotty Dukes really gets fired up still. I I really don't because we had it so good for so long, and it's kind of I'm, I'm not. I'm they've been what I thought they were going to be so far. Yeah, I appreciate that. I go back to the Ryder Cup real quick. Um, the fact that it was over before it started, like I think I think most golf fans were maybe sneaking a peek from their office or watching on their phone or whatever. You know, uh, the 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 04 start on Friday, uh, let the air out of the tires. And uh, that's that's a pun for just you and me. And maybe I'll tell the story about what happened to my car on the way into work today. And that'll make more sense. That let the air out of the tires almost immediately. Uh, And then Saturday was uh, climbing back in a little bit. And they made such a great run on Sunday. What was troubling? And I appreciate it's going to be completely different when they get the best page black, which I'm excited about. yeah, we're so, gonna do ATB live, right? From I, dude. Well, so Janine is so funny. Anytime they announce all the majors, they're always just like they'll go to a commercial break. They're like tickets available for twenty thirty five. Yeah, and yeah. and she gets all excited. She looks. She's like everything's banged out. I'm like, of course it is. We have to like know somebody. So we have to scrape our way in, and then and then you get press credentials. Yeah, we have to get press credentials. Yes, yeah. and then then above and beyond that, you you have to solidify your hotel and all that kind of stuff. Would I love to go four thousand percent? Because I wasn't thinking when I look. I looked online just as I was looking ahead to dates. I'm like, where is it in 25? I'm like, oh, far, it's, it's Farmingdale, New York. But yeah. I wasn't connecting the dots. I'm like, oh, that's Beth Page Black. So that's going to be amazing. What was 
what makes it a tough watch, and I appreciate we're on their soil, was when you heard the cheer, you knew <laughs> it was either, it wasn't like watching the Red Sox on the West Coast, right? Right. You hear the cheer yeah. when the Red Sox are traveling, and you're like, oh, that could be the Red Sox doing something really good, or maybe the home team did something amazing. Um, you heard the cheer, you knew either, um, and God bless them, Victor Hovland drained another 89-footer, or um, we missed. Like yeah. the cheers were almost louder when we effed up as opposed to when they did something well. And I love the back and forth, uh, the Joe LaCava thing with the hat and oh, the yeah. infighting between him and Rory. And I love Rory too. And I, th that's what I said to you guys in the chat over the weekend. I love the European kids because I think the all the golfers right now are so fun to watch, most of them. And I also wanted them to lose. And knowing it had been so, 30 years since we stole it on their soil, but yeah. just it was, it was, I was playing Sunday morning. We were playing golf Sunday morning, and I had it on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. We're listening. You know, we're pulling up the tee boxes. The group in front's like, what's going on? I'm like, they only need one more win. And then I got it. I got it. And, you know, I know people that know golf and know the Ryder Cup and all that stuff better than I do would be like, it wasn't really a mistake. But for Ricky Fowler not to force them to putt, and I know, you know, I know at a certain distance inside the leather, you concede and you let them pick up. When we're riding on anything they screw up at this point and we need everything to go our way, you force them to putt. See, that's and you would you're going to get booed either way. I feel like Scheffler and Rom at before they went out said we're putting everything out. You know, if it, it, it seemed like a few matches they were even when they were like three footers, they were making them put him out. So yeah. I, if, if I was the U.S., if I was on the U.S. team before Sunday, I would tell the other guy, I'm going to do it too. I'm, yeah. You're putting everything out. Yeah, we need out. every yep. every stroke we can get. So you're putting everything out. If you make me put everything out, I understand. Where, yep. But that's that. like let them know ahead of time Agreed. instead yeah, of. Yeah. But that's, yeah. um, I tell you, the, so between watching the Ryder Cup, watching uh, wrestling when it goes over to Europe, and um, other, watching football, soccer, uh, the European crowd is phenomenal. Yep. It, I love the European crowd in anything I watch. They get so into it. They sing the songs. They, it's, you know, I just love it. I know, when, like when, waste management gets a little crazy, but it's not it, nothing no, they, like the Europeans. They were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. Um, the the way they built the stanchions and the way they just went up and like the, there's there's some NFL stadiums that almost envelop the field, and they used yep. to call them the bleacher creatures at the old garden. If yep. you were up in that you up in that first that first balcony, the Panasonic balcony as we all remember it as kids. Yep. You were you felt like you were hanging over the ice or over the over the parquet. And they created that atmosphere. I thought the funniest thing they did, I don't know if you heard it or not, they were really good at like chanting them out when they knew they were coming out of the tunnel because they would go into the tunnel and walk out of yeah. one green and into the next thing because they had T box and and green had stanchions, most of the important ones. And when they were doing the cranberries, right? And did you hear them singing the cranberries? And it was and it was basically um they were singing Rory, 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 in your head. They were basically oh. singing to the Americans, oh. Rory's in your head. 
Yeah, yeah. After he picked the fight on 18 on Saturday. There was just some really brilliant stuff. The um the uh, the the Patrick um uh the, the Patrick story about his hat and that it didn't fit. Yeah. I I appreciate it. he didn't want to wear the hat. I don't necessarily believe that he showed up and he was shocked he wasn't being paid to play for America. Um you know, I can see me fighting that that you know how I know how you are and I you know how I am with hats. If if I hated the hat, I probably would have still worn it cuz I love wearing hats when I golf. Um yeah. and um Cantley with the it didn't fit. That was that was sad. I don't I don't necessarily think that it was a true story that he was fighting it because he wasn't getting paid for it. When he's golfing, yeah, they as a sponsored athlete, he wears Goldman Sachs, I believe, right? Yeah. He's a Goldman Sachs sure. kid on the hat, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So that ran like wildfire, and that just added to the fodder. And I and I truly believe, uh, you know, uh, the, you heard uh, Zach talking about the fact that there was some sort of a case of the sniffles going through the clubhouse. I get it, and man up. Like, <laughs> we don't get this for two more years. And we right. don't get to go back to Europe and maybe try to get this straightened out for for four more years. So that was annoying. And I do I do believe I think it showed up. There were some pictures that you could you could not necessarily Photoshop, but pick your spot and pull some photos out of context. But there were some pictures where the European kids had their arms around each other, and like the Americans were just standing there, and there was just a little bit less of a connection. I don't know if they created the brotherhood and i don't necessarily think that it was a yep. divided clubhouse either i think some of that's bullshittery but i don't think they were as connected i think a well, bunch they, of individual golfers got together in europe and formed a team and i think the u.s so the, kids formed a group yes and that's the thing is that they've been their problem is especially over there they've had trouble coming out on the team play the first yeah. two days and that's they got to figure out a way how to like it's not necessarily the it's not really team play but for some reason they don't they're not playing off each other very well you know yep when they're playing the team because it's not like oh it's we need both our i mean the alternate shot is definitely both guys but then the four ball is still individual you're just playing with someone else basically it's it's if someone screws up they put a little pressure on you that okay i gotta hit a good shot kind of like in, if you're yep. the fourth guy in a scramble you know all three shots go in the woods you you gotta hit a good shot you know yeah i'm unfortunately that fourth guy in a scramble <laughs> <laughs> our, our our new medicine ball in the scramble is because um, I'm historically short with my driver. If yep. if I know the other three guys are super long, I'm like I'm not even going to hit. Like we 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 played in two tournaments last week and on Monday and Tuesday of last week, and uh, and I'm like I'll go fourth if I have to out of the tee box. See that's weird because I, I I when I play a scramble I do it the opposite way. I would have you hit. A safe shot first out there. Sure, I got you. Yeah. We know that we know we're good, and then the other three guys, if they're you know can bomb it, just go for it, and you you know that you have a safe shot already. That's how that's how I've always played. Every we always put the guy who can crush it the most at anchor, so that way you know you get three guys a chance to get and that's where he could just try and bomb it. You know, that's what we've normally done. It just got to a point. I'm just like, you know what? In the grand scheme of things. We've never used my save shot. I mean, randomly here and there, we've used my save shot. But that's a um, good thing, though. Yeah. Yes. But at least, but they've been able to 
just not worry, you know, just yes, go we for get something it, out know, there and yes. kill it. Yeah, we get yeah. something out there. Yes. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So that was, that was, uh, oh, I just love that event. And it was just, I, Scotty said it like the Europeans are probably going to take it. They've got a great group and it's on their soil and they, and they tailor made um, Marco Simone to play to their strengths with, you know, drivable par fours and all that kind of stuff. Ah, just aggravating. It went, so I know like Scotty Schleffler is the, <laughs> he's number one in the world, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. He's it, like, yeah. he just, he just kind of plays and, just kind of he's there in the i know he did win did he win the masters this year or was that a year ago Sheffler was he a, year win ago. It? a year ago so it wasn't this year so he didn't win ago. any majors this year right i'm i'm looking it up now yeah no no that's because uh, was harman did harman win the masters because it was harman clark Harmon, yes Wyndham clark was the pga yep yep so it's yep. like he's number one just because I think he ha- he's he's consistently good and hangs around there, but doesn't really you don't feel like he's you know Tiger Woods you know or Rory Rory you you know when he's out there playing and like Scheffler just seems to like be there in the background to me. Yep. I'll hold and it. Then they, uh... And then it was. I'm looking now, unless I'm looking at something wrong. Uh, this past year, Rom won it. Oh, Rom won yeah. it. Yeah, Rom won it. Yeah, Rom. But you're well, that's, right. Yes. So yes. it's like He's, you figure they had they had Rom, Rory, and um, Hovland. Like I yes. don't know where Hovland was ranked, but down the stretch, he was probably one of the best golfers Cleaning in the up. world. Yep, the last up. last and he two, remained three months. Hot. That that yep. shot that he was on the apron and. Everybody's like, why is he hitting? Why is he hitting wedge here? And he wedged it up the hill and hold it. Yeah, I just he's He's, yeah, he's out of his mind. And he's so oh, there I am. I'm giving thumbs up again. This is going to drive me crazy. Uh, (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Just one more thing. I have no I I had to try to figure out the only way I could figure out to do it was to take a a screenshot of my phone. So I went for a bike ride Sunday morning at I think I got up at 6.30. So I was on yep. the bike trail and had had it streaming on my phone as I was doing my 20 miles. Perfect. Yeah. But I'm we like, were, oh, I wish I could get a picture of this, but the only way is just taking a screenshot from my end. Like, that doesn't really show you know, that I'm on my phone. bike watching yes. it, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, well, we're going to do this so we don't get yelled at by Adam. So hang on a sec. Let me go. Let me go find exactly what he wrote to us. We got hot takes from Adam. Well, like I said, I I've teased it the last three weeks, and we didn't say anything about it. So here's his hot take. Um, three, by the way, and we also have to talk about uh, our NBA insider who clearly works in my office, and I think he's here tonight. Um, uh, can't be on the show, uh, so I wanted to share some hot takes. Connecticut Sun, New York Liberty. Game four was one of the most exciting basketball games of the year. If you don't, if you didn't watch it, go watch it. Incredible. Uh, too bad the Sun lost. Uh, hot take number two, he wants to bench Mac Jones. And hot take number three, uh, Drew Holiday trade uh, makes the C's the favorites to come out of the East. Which I'm sure uh, if you guys all to get together next week, I am not on next week. We'll be traveling with the family. Uh, you guys can yell about that. 
Um, but there it is. Uh, so there, we got the WNBA and I read everything he told me to say. If you put it on the teleprompter, he will repeat it. So uh, <laughs> I did that. Um, Red Sox. I want to jump into that. Um, what's the big, you were talking about the fact that they might bring in new blood or they're going to bring in new blood for president uh, of, of baseball operations. Do you think they uh, show Hey Atani the money? So, he, which is my favorite nickname they, until we sign. They him. have been that has been a pretty good rumor going back like three four weeks now, and the thing is because his apparently his money's going to come down because hmm. he's only going to DH next year because of his UCL tear, huh. so he he's going to have surgery on his elbow not pitch next year, not oh, play okay. the field. He's strictly going to be a DH. Okay. So his either he's going to sign a one-year deal until he gets better or, you know, they're not he's not going to make 700 million like yeah. a lot of people thought. So where he's going to come in a little cheaper, may, maybe the Red Sox will do it. And then there also there's another Japanese player that's you know the, how they did with Yoshida last year that yep. you got a bid for him. Yeah. So I guess there's another guy that uh, they could be in for also. And mm -hmm. I heard rumors of a trade for Trout, which I I don't know. Uh, Trout's phenomenal player, but he he gets injured every year, so I don't know if I really really want him. <laughs> well, so back to Otani, he. He just DHs. His money comes down. Doesn't that open the door for more people to get in and make the bidding actually more difficult, even though it'd be less cost prohibitive? Um, I gotta. Figure I mean, out if this people are, thing if people thing. are strictly looking for a DH, that's the thing. How many? I I don't know a lot of teams that are willing to put that kind of price tag on someone to just DH for a season. The Red Sox could do it because. They actually will need a DH because Justin Turner was just signed to a one-year contract, so he'll be gone. They don't have anyone. They have pretty much – I mean, they're still going to – Adam Duvall will be gone also. They will need some pop in the lineup. And, I mean, they, they could be willing, especially where they have some young kids coming up. Mm-hmm. Not so much to, for it to be a bridge. I hope next year is not a bridge year because, you know, Casas Casas started was playing well. You know, you got Devers in his prime right now. You need to start using him for what he is. It's it's going to be a totally different looking team next year because a lot of the people they picked up for the bullpen gone. Paxton's gone. Um, who knows what they do with Sale? Maybe. You know, I know Alex Cord named him the starter for opening day next year already. Which that's that's what I wanted to really talk about, where Alex Cord one named that, and it seems like the front office has come out and and put their stamp on him coming back next year, which leads me to believe that Eddie Romero Jr. may be the leader in the clubhouse for the job because Cora is a is his his guy okay if because i'm thinking if you bring someone in from the outside unless core worked with him like in the astros 
organization yep that they're going to want to have their their own coach you know manager if you just said something that like i've been in therapy for this and you just gave me the heebie-jeebies you just said bridge year <laughs> like <laughs> it it's not allowed it's like for them for them to get rid of and, and it's not like it's groundbreaking like oh my god they really went on a limb like when 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 we traded Noma, that felt like, what are they doing? That was them doing something that nobody understood at the time. Yep. Getting rid of um, our, our dear friend Haim is not, that's not crazy. That's, that's not crazy at all. Like everybody saw that coming. The problem is, the challenge is, how do they do that? Claim that we're, we're all in and we want a winning culture back and they don't, they can't do anything that leaves it short of, we are all in and we're going for a championship. And again, not this is not my drunken Vegas, you know, yep. because yes, we have to find a, a sexy middle. I'd like a sexy middle a little over the line where security comes up and tells you to quiet down a little bit. Yeah. Like, like we, we can't, if anybody at Fenway uses a term between this conversation and the end of time that they work in bridge year, no, nope. right. we it, just had. We just had. It feels like we just had six of those. And just what you two, said earlier yeah. about the Patriots. Well, what you just said earlier about the Patriots is the problem. We are the spoiled rich kids of sports. Yeah, we just went through two decades after what felt like eight lifetimes of shittiness, and now, and what I thought would always protect us from this, because like we talked about this even on the old show, Billy. You remember me saying this? Like as soon as Kraft came in and started to move the needle. Everyone in Boston's like fighting for, and this is going to sound old school, ask your grandparents, fighting for the cover of the sports page, the back of the Herald, yeah. the cover of the sports yeah. page, if you don't know what I mean. Um, I know you do. I'm, take, I'm, talk, yeah. I'm talking to the, the, the listeners. That being said, I need them all fighting for it again. And I feel like everybody's almost backing off like, well, hold on. Like they're sort of getting they're What level of worse oh. is acceptable right now? And last night, and we'll get there in a second. Last night, we saw a whole new level of holy shit, what's going on at Foxborough. So Fenway, and I'm not saying Fenway's watching that and, and guiding their money, their monetary decisions with that, but they can't, they're not allowed to say bridge year. I don't think anybody in our yeah, it, city's allowed to say bridge year anymore. Base, baseball is the only sport that you shouldn't have to have a bridge year because you can spend and still develop. Mm hmm. There's no cap. There's a luxury, you know, there's luxury taxes, but this market shouldn't have to worry about that. You should be able to go all in. Now, the Celtics, on the other hand, where they redid the CBA and there are going to be restrictions put on you based on what you spend, they yep. have to be a little more careful going forward the next few years. Mm -hmm. But the Red Sox have no reason not to go all in for every player they want to put up on the on the major league team. And still be able to bring guys in and develop them. You know, that's where Heim, that's the biggest problem with Heim, is that he was afraid to make trades. He he wanted, he was kind of like uh, how Danny Ainge started to get with, you know, Marcus Smart and, and yep. some of the players that he, he really liked and didn't want to get rid of. That's what Heim Bloom did. He brought in all these players, and actually, he—I mean, some of them weren't even his. Some of them were like Casas is a Dombrowski draft pick, so he has guys. He just likes—it's almost like he's one of those guys. Like my dad, my dad would oh, it would love the draft picks and the rookies, and and it's like 
when once they made it to the big club and were good, he's like, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> he yep. did like Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts he loved, cause but um, it's almost like he falls in love with the the prospects and doesn't and is afraid to to like you you got to be willing, but that's where you got to be willing to trade those assets and yes, yep. You the the goal is to have your major league team win championships doesn't matter how good your prospects are right you if if it's not going to pan out you know teams like tampa bay that's how they had to do it they they couldn't go out and sign but they weren't afraid to make trades either they would trade all the time mm-hmm. and that's the thing that high bloom just he wouldn't wouldn't be all in and make the trade like it was you know it came out that he had offers for chris sale last off season and he wouldn't pull the trigger. <laughs> well, and it right back to summer of 2004. It's July 30th, July 31st. Uh, we're going on a road trip tomorrow. We were uh, ironically on a road trip that week and uh, somewhere in middle America. And I know was, the, the time the, place where I was. Yeah, when the, I heard and, that and I, trade. I, it was uh, it was myself and uh, and Janina and uh, uh, Corey Smith and his fiance at the time, and we're driving, and our phones hit. It was a Nextel at that point. I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit. And I'm like, what? Like we're hearing on we're hearing on the news and stuff like that. Like what? And who the hell's Orlando Cabrera? And the yep. OC turned out to be, and it wasn't that, it was all these other moving parts too, but like that, no matter how long we're pissed or how short we're pissed, because that was July, that was ultimately August 1st, and by October, like generational dreams were like realized. And I yep. think as 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 angry as we get, because uh, I'm the first one, I hate watching us trade people away. You know, we'll talk about the Celtics in two seconds. Like, Time Lord's gone. I had to say that a few times slowly myself. Like, I don't love that at all. Yeah, I um, just got a jersey. I just got his jersey. I was just the, in Modell's, goddammit. Yeah, the, yeah. la- yep. the, the last game I went to with Tyler, it was in April. I'm pretty sure it was in April. Yep. And I bought bought a Williams jersey. <laughs> yep. Um. About that. So, uh guy down the hall that I talked to all the time comes in last week and I shared this with you guys. He goes, Hey, now that Dame has moved, I think this is happening. I think we're going to trade for drew holiday and, uh, and for drew, we're going to, uh, we're going to send Brogdon. And I knew that would get Scotty Dukes worked up to Scotty loves Brogdon. The fact that that happened, first of all, I have to I have to ask him to give me the numbers for tonight for Powerball because I'd like to not come, to, come oh, back yeah. to work. Oh, yeah, I got to yes, go buy yes. mine. Yes, $1 billion tonight at 1130. Yep. Um, and uh, I know, before taxes, it'll be fine. And <laughs> and, um, and uh, then it turns out Williams is part of it too, which I don't love. But talk to me because, again, I'm not an NBA insider. Um and you say his name, you try to say his name as clearly as possible, and it still sounds like Drew with a D. It's Drew Holiday, which I love. Like, I love the complexity of that. They're like, let's make sure he spends the rest of his life telling his teachers how to spell his name, right? Because <laughs> right. you know, when you say yeah. Drew, Drew, I'm saying J, it still sounds yeah. like Drew. Um, yeah. Drew Holiday, uh, is he a great mix of smart and who? 
Like, who else does he replace? And he can only be one person, but he he repl- he replaces Marcus and Brogdon in one person. Really, he's a, he's a much he's he's a in my mind. Scotty could disagree with me, but in my mind, I believe he's a better ball handler, better disperse. He, you know, yep. Um, disperses better, yep. and then he's a better shooter, also more consistent shooter. And he's a he, he may not be as good as Marcus on the defensive end, but he's pretty damn close. So I okay. think you, you, you definitely upgraded there. And you got rid of the, which my biggest thing is why I, I thought they should have get a, got rid of Marcus a couple of years ago is I, I think he was uh, delaying the growth of the Jays because he was, this is my team, even though he's not the best player, he was like, this is my team because he's been there the longest and he's the most outspoken person in the locker room. So I think getting rid of him helps. And we added and, a Jay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, purpose? did they do that on purpose for marketing no. purposes? No, I mean, this all had when, when you said that last week, and I had heard like people say, Oh, wouldn't it be nice if the Celtics could get holiday? I'm like, There's no way they're gonna be able to do that. And then, and even they was like the next day, I saw rumors, you know, that they wanted to get rid of Brogdon for him. I'm like, Why would Portland do that? It's it's because. He could be damaged good still because he's coming off that injury that he yep. never had surgery for. He yep. just rested. Yep. So who knows? He he could be a month into the season, have elbow problems again. Yep. But um Yeah, have they cleared Portland, all the, Portland uh, looks they like they're the rebuilding. Physicals? Are the physicals all cleared? Do we know that? I so I just looked on the roster. They have Drew Holiday on there wearing number four. All right. So it's i mean he hasn't been hasn't had the press conference yet with him yeah. so yeah i don't know what if they can pull you know if portland could say whoa 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 wait a second right now i don't know how yeah official it is but it seems pretty official yep Interesting. Yeah, i think uh, my my big worry is for losing williams not to, i mean i really liked him but People put it in perspective. I, I put it on the sports talk radio Sunday soon as soon as it was announced and they made some good points. Robert Williams is nice, exciting to watch, but he he was only playing about twelve minutes. He averaged about twelve minutes a game in the playoffs. He's there for you know, to block some shots. He's not really a scorer, you know, a couple alley oops here and there. Sure. So you're really not missing a lot from him, but we definitely we need bodies because right now I just looked at the roster. There's we have a lot of guys that are between six five and six eight. We don't have many guys that are you know big guys. We have Cornette, Porzingis, Horford. If if Cornette's going to be your third big guy, I think yeah. we we might be in trouble. They need to. I'm sure they're going to try and bring someone else in. To They did sign one guy on a two-way contract. He played four or five games last year for Sacramento. He's like 7-2, but, I mean, he played four four games, and he's he's got a two-way contract. So that means he's probably going to be in Maine more than he's going to be in Boston. Okay. 
So that's the only that's my only worry because Porzingis and Horford are older and they're injury prone usually. Oh, is Horford older? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, so I love him, but I just that like I mean they so, were rested him anyway. Coming. Yeah, he's the gonna, last he's couple gonna be seasons, oh, the, so he's gonna get all the load management. And what was yeah. that? I saw something in the last few weeks, and Jenny and I were talking about it because I said it's definitely become a thing because it's become a thing. The NBA is cracking down on load management. Yes. What is that going to look like? Yeah. What's the actual so, ruling around that? Any player, it's, I, I don't know it 100% off the top of my head, but it's something to do like this. If you are if you have a player that was a all-star and something else, like an all-NBA or something like that, yep. the last three years, you any of those players can – have you can't sit more than two of them in a night okay unless it's a legit injury yep so they were they were showing um i think the team i think golden state has the most players that fall under that them and and uh the phoenix suns they have like five or six players that fall yep. under to that umbrella i think that the celtics at most have two well maybe three now with holiday holiday yep. might fall in it because he's been an all-star so Brown, Brown, Tatum, and oh, actually, Porzingis might too. They might have four guys that fall, so you can't rest those. You know, I think it was two, could be one. It could be that you can only rest one of those guys a night. You can't put two, rest two of them at the same time. I'll have to, I didn't, wasn't expecting that question. It'll be on a quiz, <laughs> it'll be a quiz next week. There'll be yeah. a quiz next week. Um, we're going to wrap with wake. So I want to, Oh my God, there's the thing again. It just popped up again. This is unbelievable. It, I, I'm, my guess is now, cause I feel like it's not happening to anybody else. And it obviously autoed on. My thought was it was zoom. It's clearly not. Cause we're not on zoom right now. This is Ecamm. I think it might be something to do with my can like my Logitech camera must be doing something. Oh, there's no other way to explain it because it, we're not on zoom. I don't know. I'll get it fixed. Um, I do want to talk about Wake. I want to wrap with him, though. Um, so, uh, so we got to touch Patriots first, then. Yes, man. We're going, to, we're going to the Patriots. So, uh, you you accused me of uh, doing the long jinx on Seagon. Now, Gonzalez, stop, stop. I said I didn't say injury. I want no one to get injured. I know. I know. I don't, I don't the- want Vladimir Putin to get a hangnail. I want everyone to stay healthy. What I do want, that wasn't a political statement. I hope people got this. You said he was going to be a bust before the season. Yeah, 1,000% said he'd be a bust. So then I meant healthy and horrible on the field. Because we never, capital N, never do we grab a, when's the last time we had a first rounder who lit our world on fire? Uh, Well, definitely not on the offensive side. (laughs) It's probably... I, I bet there's uh, Hightower might have been a first rounder. Okay. And I mean, it's yeah. definitely been a defensive player, most sure. likely. Yes. So that's where my that's where that was. And I just yeah. love, I just love annoying you guys because you guys are all camp all, all camp Gonzalez. So <laughs> I hope he's okay. What's the word? Have we heard any any reports from the? Uh, from... So what I heard today, he has a dislocated shoulder oh. or he, dis- he dislocated his shoulder they popped it back in the it, blue tent they had having an mri to see how much more damage was done Ugh. so he's out oh, fuck. a few couple weeks at least i'm guessing yeah. 
And then Judon, Judon might be done for the year. He has a tear in his bicep. That's so so they disturbing. could be a deep doo doo going forward because that was the strength of the team was their defense. And if you lose four thousand percent, you're yeah. your two top players on defense. And what I hate, and of course you're gonna do it, it's the smart thing to do, is when your when your hot corner goes down, they throw it that position oh. immediately, which is what you gotta they be did. ready for it. But yes, yes. Everyone in the world knew that was coming. Yes. Yes, you have to wait to be smarter than that. Which and to begs put the that guy on an island? Yep, with C.D. Lamb. Uh, yep. You... Yeah, that that was terrible. So, all right, this this takes me in uh, from a from a Belichick point of view. Um, you still in Ju- Bill? We trust. I am. Yep, I'm gonna die there. Yes, I'm gonna die there. Um, if if the Judon injury is done for the year which we suspect that's the case we just don't have it they haven't said that yet no but that but was what they were most likely because last time somebody, who who had who was the last person that had a tour bicep somebody just had that teddy, happen um i remember Te- teddy johnson tore both of them yep okay so um uh, okay so if that if that's a thing and he's out and he's been awesome and then above and beyond that uh gonzalez is an extended vacation does that give a stay of execution to anybody on the sideline does that give them one more year because well everybody was oh, healthy so you're saying a, that they get they have an excuse year now a bridge yeah we have a bridge year we love bridge years yeah, yeah. even though we ironically um, got rid of the bridge at gillette that's gone but they moved it to the sideline i don't know be, i mean i'm just I, thinking out loud i know one of my text groups on sunday yep every Everyone in that text group is calling for Belichick to be gone. Be gone. Yeah, it's so heartbreaking I, to I see. Think this there is are where... a lot of people that are done with him. Well, when you because so... when he's done with the offense, because just look at what he. So they they were talking about this on the radio today. You look at Mac Jones' rookie year. He was decent. He yeah. wasn't. I mean, he did make the Pro Bowl by default because he was, yep. you know, the. 20 people above him decided not to go. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't make it. But yeah. he was a decent quarterback that year. Belichick, Belichick totally screwed him last year by having the two buffoons coach the offense. And then he, he hasn't given them any weapons. He keeps bringing, you know, more stuff in on the defense. He lets Jacoby Myers go. He brings in a broke down Juju Schuster. He's been awful. And it's it's awesome. so the stuff that's floating around. I, I don't know if you uh, heard any of the clips from Colin Coward today. No, the herd. No, no. Well, Friday he dropped oh, something okay. saying that he's hearing things about Mac Jones, and that's all he would say. And hmm. then today he came out and said that he's hearing that he's he's losing the locker room, like he's not getting support by the other players. And other things are coming out saying that he could be, he's had it with Belichick, that Belichick totally screwed him with his development and he just wants out. Huh. So he's like trying not to play well just so they won't pick up his, you know, his fifth year or fourth year. Oh my God. Yeah. That you know, was yeah. fourth, right? Yeah. His four, yeah. So he, he has an option for next year that they would have to pick up. 
So, and he may be looking like, you know what? You guys have done nothing but screw me. I want out of here. Yeah. If you look at it on paper, he's got, he's got evidence. I don't know if he's got a point, but he's got evidence. And the sad thing is brought in some weapons, even though Juju has been a bag of meat. Um, and they brought in Bill, secondary Billy, guys, you, Billy, you know? No, I know, but you got Billy O'Brien. So you got the OC. Yeah. You got a legit OC. And like, and now, and and you could also, people are going to point to the offensive line. He's making some of those passes. He's running for his life. Oh, but uh, that, yeah. that's been, it, that's not consistent. It's not every snap he's running for his life. There's certain, I don't know, there's certain protections that they're not ready for yeah. the, the, the defense or whatever. I, I just, I'm wondering if these injuries are going to, create a stay, but I think coming off of, which is really funny. I heard people saying this like last night after the game, um, which, which is sad. That's a thing that I usually want to stay locked and loaded. And we were on it. I didn't go back to red zone or anything. We were on the game the whole time, but yeah, like I'm, the wife and I are talking hundred percent on red zone. Now this year, I, I have Patriots on the iPad. Yeah, I think, well, where I'll be traveling. Well, actually, we're going to be at the golf tournament next week on Sunday. So where, what's next Sunday is home or away? Uh, home against uh, the Saints. So, which you would argue should be a winnable game, but I think, what, are we favored by a point or something like that? I didn't. Or, or one and a half or something like that. Some ridiculous spread. Um, so the Saints, is, even though they, they got kind of lit up this weekend against the Buccaneers. Yep, and Carr did play, but I think he still might be a little hurt. Yep. So who knows? You may end up getting Jamison, Jameis, Jameis, Jamison. Yep, Jameis, Jameis Winston. Yep. Uh, but the Saints' defense is pretty good. It could be, it could be that just like that Jets game. It could be you know, fifteen to ten, Patriots may squeak it out. You know that type of game. Is that one o'clock or four? Oh, don't know. It's a terrible game. It should be early. Yeah. Should <laughs> Which be. was really surprising. Actually, was it last week? I was surprised that last week we, and I think it was ultimately because it was uh, the Jets. We got, you know, we get the A-team on CBS last week. Yeah, because they, they did everything predicting Rodgers <laughs> this year. Yeah, I mean, they were on right. Sunday Night Football last right, night, right, which right, actually right. they, the Jets, Zach Wilson played pretty good last night. Yeah, yeah. Saints, Saints, Patriots, one o'clock. It is one o'clock. Okay. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting moving forward. It's disappointing. Um, I I didn't realize that statistically, and you know, because you feel like thirty-eight to three isn't that bad. It is. Don't get me wrong, but. It, um, that, that is his the, worst his loss. Worst loss yeah. statistically across the board, in like almost every category ever. And at yep. some point, like Bob's got to be like, okay, this is not a thing anymore. This, uh, which I can't even believe. And I, if we tough it out with him, I'd give him all the grace before I would give anybody else the grace. Because I feel See, like he's thing- done. He's been a part of so much. He's earned the right to figure it out. I don't know. So you figure, besides the year that they almost went undefeated, when they brought in Moss and they had Welker, and yeah. you know, that was the one year they really went all in. Yep. They, they really, you know, other than having Gronk, which they drafted, they haven't had elite 
wide receivers. You know, Edelman became because he was a hard worker. Same yep. with Troy Brown. But th- those weren't elite wide receivers. And you look at what Miami's done with Tua. They brought in Tyree Kill. They had they drafted Jalen Waddle. Yeah. And you know they actually put in parts around him. And we're picking up their scraps. We get Devontae Parker. He seems to be washed up. Kasicki doesn't isn't doing what he was doing with Miami last year. Right. Juju finally got a ball, hit him in the chest, and he dropped it. Yeah. It's there, you know, with Brady, you could nickel and dime on the offense to build up your defense with better players, which is what he did his whole, you know, basically his whole career. He's a defensive coach. So he's always put stuff on the defense over the offense. But when you have the greatest quarterback of all time, greatest football player of all time yep you can do that you can nickel and dime on the offense to to help you on in other places you can't do that with every quarterback you could actually look at look at Mahomes right now they've been doing that they've been letting every receiver mm. leave Kansas City the last three years and it's finally catching up with them all they have is Kelsey right now yep and Mahomes is paying for it right now. Who's he doesn't that? look oh, like... Taylor's boyfriend. Yeah, I got to keep going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honest to God. It's, I was talking to the wife oh, about yeah. this because she's so dumb with it. Like, See, my we... wife, Janina's all I in. Out. She's like eye black and a Kodiak in her, in her, in yeah. her, uh, between her cheek and gums. She's so annoyed with it because, like, it's just because I'm sitting next to her TikToking and she's like, every other video was the security footage of her oh, walking into the Jets yeah, game. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Am I a Swifty? No. Do I love, do I think Taylor's like remarkably talented? Uh, if you got me a uh, protected seat in a suite, would I go to one of her shows? 4,000%. Love Taylor. Think she has great music. Think she's super talented. The problem, the concern is, and the reason guys are getting too upset, and I shouldn't say guys, I, football fans are getting upset because their partners and spouses are telling them that Taylor put him on the map. And as you and I both know, and I can say this oh, yeah. to you because I know you're wired like me. You and I knew who Travis was, and yes. we also knew who Taylor was. And I'm not completely annoyed that it's a story because we don't have to watch it all the time. Like, it's going to be for a while until somebody breaks up or whatever. Who knows? Maybe the kids get married. God bless them. Um, and she's 5'11", so good for him. He'll have tall kids. So yeah. in the grand scheme of things, I think people are getting worked up because a lot of people at home are like, honey, do you realize that she put him on the map? Like, because... Th- the people that are coming to football because of Taylor, which is also good for the NFL, um, uh, are telling you know their spouses and partners that uh, you know nobody knew who Kelsey was before. It's like no, everybody yeah. knew. Everybody knew he's uber talented. Uh, it has we, been really. We were funny watching a, a wrestling pay per view last night, so we didn't see the Sunday night game. So we, <laughs> what we didn't was on last be, night? What happened? It was um, oh, which one? AEW. AEW, all elite wrestling. Of course it is. It was. How uh, much was this pay per view? Uh, forty nine ninety nine plus taxes and fees. But you won't spend eighteen dollars on a turkey leg. (laughs) Well, this is forty nine ninety nine for the whole family to enjoy. The turkey leg was just for me. (laughs) I've seen the turkey leg. It was big enough the whole family could have enjoyed. Well, no one else will eat it. (laughs) I appreciate that. Although, yes. although Steph did take a bite and she said it was really good, but she, would, I, I can, I can only, that was about it. It, it must've been great. Um, uh, before we get on our way, uh, I do want to ask you your 
most memorable because mine is going to feel counterintuitive, but I'm going to stick with it because it's my burning image of him. Your favorite wake moment. I don't, I don't Mine's know. Mine's going to make no can... sense, which everyone should be like, of course, it makes no sense. I mean, that's my feel good moment with him is yeah. him getting a second chance in the in 04 where Thank he you. gave up the the home run against Boone I was, in that's 03. my favorite moment that's your favorite uh, that's I my guess favorite I, wake moment because it's of probably the one I said. remember the most definitely because of what you just said yep. Boone hitting that shot Boone who had no business hitting that shot yeah hitting yep. that shot and wake hands to his knees like he he oh, you're he, gonna make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> Hands to his knees. He symbolized it was like watching it was caught it was um am I losing my mind? I am losing my mind. Uh it was was it it was Yaz out and left. It was Yaz out and left when when Bucky F and Dent, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And Yaz runs to the wall. And hunches over. Yeah. And it was like years later, we were kids and now we're adults watching it happen. And you're like, oh my God, Aaron Boone. Another who? Aaron and yeah. Aaron F and Boone, all right. of it. And the way he yeah. hunched over the same way. And he didn't do it like, oh, I have to hunch over like Yaz. It was just the emotions of an entire generation pouring out on the mound. Like, are you kidding me? And, and then for and him to, to have it to year, the nicest guy on they've in the organization ever so you know? awesome he was I, I i loved him when he would jump into the booth he was great he was great with tc when he would do the pregame stuff yep. and uh janina i know she threw it she threw the picture up janina it was spring and janina's like hey there's and i forget what it was called doesn't matter um that golf event we went to in june and we went up yep. to that golf event and she was going through the list of people. She's like, she's like, your future ex-husband, Doug Flutie's going to be there. Wake's going to be there. And I'm like, yep. So we got tickets. We went. And it was so cool because it was so chill up in Maine at the Falmouth Country Club. And um, oh, nice. And and uh, it was it was it was gorgeous. And the and it was so low key. You were right up against the rope. They're coming up, and I I mean the list of people. I can't even tell you the number of athletes that we saw it was so cool. But to see him. And think that was June twenty fourth, and he was golfing yeah. and taking taking pictures with fans, and he was of perfect health. And brain cancer sweeps in, and then the way it unfolded, because you know, Cheryl's active in the chat during the day. So, so Cheryl sent me a text last week. Was it Friday? Cheryl sent me a text, and all she sent was shilling with a thumb down, and I had no yeah. context around this, and I didn't realize that. I guess on his podcast, he unloaded the news. And that yep. caused a shitstorm. And then 48 hours later. And he said, he said, before he said it, he's like, I don't even think he wants to have this out there, but I'm going to say it anyway, is almost a direct quote that I heard that he said, how he said it. And I, so this being a good, trying to be a good memory for Wayfield, but I, I so initially I wasn't going to bring that, bring that up, but since you did, it's like, um, I guess Catherine Veritek direct messaged him and basically called him a fucking asshole. Really? <laughs> yep. And nobody is on his side. Yep. Maybe his wife, that might be it. Yep. 
Yep. But no. Uh, yeah, he, bur- he, he, bur- he burnt the bridges. Not welcomed in Red Sox Nation anymore. No, no. He talk about lighting yourself on fire. Oh Terrible. my God! Terrible to, to do that. To I mean, just so just think of how bad he must have been on at Friday when or Thursday when. Yep, they Wakefield were at that point through the they, South. They're there. calling the family to be with him. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And they had to deal with this for the for the last two days of his life. Yep. yep. That even like when I felt when he when I got that thing come across saying that he passed away yesterday, I was like, "Are you effing kidding me?" That yep. so he's they had the family had to deal with this for the last two days because of shilling. That's he that even makes it so much worse than what it originally was. Yeah. You know. Yep. Like I was expecting, you know, oh, you know, within the next year or something, and and where. Yep. And the, and the thing is, is it so? So he has the brain cancer, and then it's it's believed his wife has pancreatic sick. cancer. Yep. Can you turn the light on, please? <laughs> I think I'm getting dark in here. <laughs> Did it get? Step oh, and we're back. And we're back. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, yep. not great. Super sad. But uh, as painful as that moment was, that's my favorite moment because he embodied everyone in New England. Like yep. as soon as it, he looked over his shoulder, I can't remember perfectly, but he he hand to knees on the mound. Like, are you kidding me? And Aaron Boone, I mean, just ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> now, my funniest Wakefield moment. Um, we're sitting in right field, and it was, you know, uh, everybody and their mother has probably sat in seats that this happened to you. We're sitting in right field. We're behind a pole that was in perfect line with the rubber, so all you could see was the ball butterflying out from behind the pole because yeah. wake was pitching oh yeah, yeah yeah and it was just a joke like i couldn't you could not see you i if you leaned you could see wake but like you had to just watch then it was the in person the ball would fly out yep in person games i think <laughs> i've seen the majority of wakesfield's worst games yeah we, we had i know we went to one against the rangers and it was like i think he gave up like 10 home runs it felt like it's like because yep. you never know he he could be so on or he could be off and the balls are just flying out and it seems like every time we went and he was pitching it was not a good day for wakefield yeah well and the coolest thing about him was because of his style and because his arm wasn't getting smoked he would always be ready if you needed him right and yep. and that yep. there's a great video that's been all over the place it's it's timlin and wake after they win in 04 and Timlin is just giving him his flowers and he starts crying and oh fuck. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Um, the amount of jerseys they're gonna sell. Yep. And if Fenway's listening, if 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 Count Chocula, I wanna call him Count, I'm gonna do it. Uh, if Count Paleula, there I'll say that so it doesn't sound that bad. Uh, if John Henry's listening, every Wakefield shirt that you sell on your property. For the rest of forever. Goes to the Jimmy Fund. Thousand percent. Yep. Thousand percent. I, I, I thought about that today also. Thousand percent. Any Remy yep. shirt, like just start racking them up because Remy's gone. Yep. It got him. Yep. You know, and and obviously a fight that 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 Wake couldn't put up a fight because it yep. and, and if his wife is if it is if his wife is battling pancreatic cancer, I fear she's gonna be right behind him because yep. people typically have a doctor's appointment and then yep. then it, yeah, it comes real that's quick. Not- which That's is horrifying. Like the, those are the two worst ones, the brain and the pancreatic. Yep. Unbelievable. 
Because that's the thing. Usually the brain, by the time you even know you have something, it's too late because they, it's not one of those cancers that people get regularly scanned for. They don't do brain scans, you know, every year to see if anything's in there. It's just all of a sudden you, you know, you uh, go blind or you get dizzy and can't function. And then they go in and like, oh yeah, there's, you got something and basically it's too late at that point. Um, I'm probably overthinking it and they're probably on the road and I don't know when the schedule hits. You probably know because you're a dork. Um, whenever, the, whenever the schedule comes out next year, if game 49 is at home, everyone on the Red Sox should have wake, just wake on the back of their shirt. Right. They should all wear 49 yep. and they should all have just wake on the back of their shirt. That's what they should do. Yep. It, but that might sound it bad. Might be rules yes. against that, you know, uh, sure. You know what? Honestly, really, John Henry, if you get... I mean, they do do the Jackie Robinson day where everyone wears number 42. Yep. But that's the whole league. I don't know if they... That would be awesome. Well, at the very least, there's going to be obviously a patch. Oh, yeah. Obviously, there's going to be a patch, and his number's going up. His number's going up immediately. Immediately. Let's see if I can figure figure out where game 49 49 is. is. Yeah, of course they don't. Marketing. They don't make it easy. No, of course they don't. Of course they don't. Carry the four, divide by three, 16, 19, 38. What do we got? Are we at home? Say we're at home. Say we're at home. Do it. Do it. Do it. And you make it a you make it a four oh nine start. If it's a Saturday, I love that you're diligently counting. I'll shut up. It, you count. What is it? It, look, it looks like it's on the road. Ah, oh, terrible. Terrible. It's well, they're clearly going to do something because he deserves all of it. Oh, yeah. The most, yeah. one of the most beloved Red Sox of all time. Horrifying news. Uh, and Kurt and Schilling, he did, he did a lot of behind the scenes stuff with the Jimmy yep. fun. Yep. It, he's one of those guys that, he, whoever was the guy before him that was the ambassador for the Jimmy Fund, he took it over for him. So he's been mm-hmm. for 20 years, over 20 years probably with with the Jimmy Fund. And that, it's, it's like someone that was devoted to doing that and then that's what gets them and how it, how it happened. It, right. It's just so, so painful. It is. I don't love hanging up our hats on that, but that's where we're going to leave it for this week. No, uh, we could we could go out with a moment of silence. Well, we could we could fade to black, but I fear like I'm going to make a hand gesture and then uh, and then the balloons are going to loft up for some unforeseen reason. Uh, for rubber shoes, for uh, Scotty, for Adam, and for our friends at AAA Work Trucks, we will see you in and around the internet. You can grab uh, the rubber shoes wrap up and rant which I'm sure he'll be complaining more about uh, everything Boston sports until the Bruins start skating because they are a saving grace. Uh, And in honor of uh, the great Tim Wakefield, have a great week.